Hello and welcome to this week's Ruby Shoes podcast, bringing you the very best of local entertainment across East Anglia each and every week. In this week's episode, we catch up with the manager of Suffolk's oldest film theatre, who in the new year will be celebrating entertaining audiences for 110 years. I also got a review of the Rock and Roll Panto, which I attended last week at the New Wolsey Theatre. Plus, we speak to a lady who literally can't stop singing and she's keen to get you singing too. First, the adorable Wayne Burns. He's the manager of Suffolk's oldest film theatre and that's at Layston on the High Street there. We chatted from Wayne's radio studio as he's also a local radio presenter for the Old and Blythe Community Radio. As we connected for our chat, he began by asking me if he sounded sexy. You do sound sexy, Wayne, to be fair. I mean, you, you should be. You know, you're a radio presenter extraordinaire as well as the manager. So, you know, you're well versed in all this. How lovely. <laughs> now, Wayne, uh, I'm really pleased that you're here. Wayne Burns, that's the manager of Suffolk's oldest film theatre, Layston Film Theatre, has in the past won the prestigious title of Cinema of the Year. And... I was there only yesterday, Wayne. I was watching Andre Rue. Oh, brilliant. He reminds me of you so much. Because <laughs> I can't play the fiddle. No, but like him, you really know how to put on a show. Hey, do you know what? I always, I always consider myself a bit of a showman. And when I watch him, I think he's the ultimate showman because, uh, again, he doesn't cut corners and he's not afraid to throw everything at it. No, exactly. And that's what I mean. He reminds me of you. Oh, bless you. But, you know, we sat there because the, that theatre's been there since 1914, am I right in thinking? That's right. Opened on the 27th of October 1914, which means that next year, 2024, sees our magnificent 110th anniversary. Which is absolutely incredible. And do you know what? It, it literally looks like a new pin. It's so well maintained. And I know you don't have a big team there. So I'm guessing you must do an awful lot of work behind the scenes. Uh, the word the word he uses team and that's exactly what we are so we don't expect one person to do everything uh, we all muck in and it wouldn't look or be what it is today if we didn't all do our bit yeah but, well you clearly do because seriously i'm very fortunate and i get to go to lots of different theaters um and and they're big things to to maintain and i do understand that you know there are parts of them that are kind of struggling a bit but yours is literally like a new pin it's so smart uh, it's always a pleasure to go there so um well done well done to you and your team really kind of you to say thank you Oh, no problem at all. Now, I wanted to talk to you. You've got a couple of shows coming up with a nice Christmas feel. And yes. we're well into Christmas here at Ruby Shoes Podcast. We've been talking about <laughs> pantos and Christmas shows until they're coming out of our ears. And obviously, we don't want to leave you out. The first one you've got coming up is a West End Christmas. Uh, yes. and that is literally this Sunday, isn't it? That's right. And it's an experienced cast of people who've performed on the West End stage. But they're taken to our Little Suffolk stage to bring a, a slice of... Christmas magic to uh, to get us all in the festive feeling, I think. Uh, and it's a mixture of songs from the musicals, but a huge helping of festive favourites as well. I mean, that's going to be brilliant because it's got all my favourites in there, as you say, because it's from the musicals and I love a good musical. So you've got mm. Miserable in there, you've got Phantom, Miss Saigon, of course, but then you've got all the lovely Christmas songs as well. And these are, as you just said, they're West End stars. It's not called a West End Christmas for nothing. So, you know, well done for you for actually securing that booking in Leyston because I know they're doing a tour of Suffolk, but I thought, well, we'll, we'll come to you because I wanted to talk to you about that. But also you have got a pantomime coming up, haven't you? 
Oh, no, we haven't. <laughs> oh, yes, you have. And rather cleverly, it doesn't start until the 12th of January. So it kind of doesn't career into everybody else's pantomime. And no. January is that kind of flop month where you just think, ugh, there's nothing much to look forward to. And then you go, well, hey, there's a panto. We do it for three reasons. One is it makes the ideal Christmas gift. And there's a lot of people who traditionally buy their panto tickets for Laysan Film Theatre year on year. Uh, quick story, there's a lady locally whose family live all over the country. That is the weekend that they all ascend on Grandma's house and she has a ball because she gets all her family together, they come to the panto and then she gets to do them tea afterwards. And so that's one of the reasons. The second one, of course, is it's a, as you've said, it's a post-Christmas treat. The kid has gone back to school. We're all in a bit of doldrums, aren't we? because we've, we've had the highs of, of Christmas and it gives us all something to look forward to. But the third one, and most importantly, is most of the scenery and, and props and everything that we need is, is out in bigger theatres. So <laughs> after Christmas means we can get what we want. Do you know, I hadn't even given that thought. That's such a clever idea. You see, you are a very astute businessman as well. Also, so is just making it. <laughs> exactly. Just ship it in. Take them down and ship it off to Leyston. That's it. Now, this is on Friday the 12th through to Sunday the 14th of January. TV Productions. Are you actually appearing in it yourself? Are you- yes, I am. I mean, Team B Productions is again, again we're extre- we're experienced Amdram folk who come together. Um, we had huge success with our naughty but nice adult panto sleeping booty this year, uh, which played over three nights to packed houses, which was marvellous. And we're hoping to take that elsewhere in 2024. Uh, and we we basically come together because we have fun and we have tremendous fun at rehearsals on stage during the show and that reflects in the audience the way that they're enjoying it as well uh, and the feedback that we get which is why it's always sold out i mean I'm, I'm so thrilled we only do five shows over three days because we are primarily a cinema uh, we take a film off the screen it's a big void for us so we have to take it off uh, and get it back on as quick as we can so we sandwich it all into into three shows um, and we throw everything we can at it a bit like andre rue Definitely like Andre yeah. Roo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm sure it will go brilliantly for you. How do people get hold of tickets for both the, the West End show that's coming up this weekend and the Panto, which happens in January? Well, that is very easy. If you're online, you head over to the website, our shiny new website, I hasten to add, which is www.lastonfilmtheatre.co.uk. Of course, you can always contact the box office. Can I give the telephone number? Of course you may. Marvellous. It's 01728 830549. Brilliant. Wayne, always a pleasure to catch up with you. I hope we can do it again uh, come January and talk about some things that you've got coming up for your spring season and because uh, you've always got some quite interesting things that aren't necessary on other theatres, so it's always good to, to catch up with you. But thank you for your time today. A pleasure, and you take care. All right, you too. And tell all the cast at Team B to break a leg from us, won't you, at Ruby Shoes Podcast? Oh, I will. Now, we've been talking about many of the local pantos around the region. Well, it is December and this is a podcast about entertainment. But you might remember a couple of weeks ago, I burst in on one of the final rehearsals for the Rock and Roll Panto, which is put on by the hugely talented cast of the New Woolsey Theatre. Well, last week I went along to see the results of weeks and weeks of hard graft by them all. Just don't you feel too 
Now, the first thing you notice about this year's New Woolsey Panto, the rock and roll Dick Whittingdon Panto, is that the set is much larger and it's really kind of fresher looking, quite psychedelic, in fact. Uh, The dame, as you might imagine, is outrageous and has some flamboyant costumes and some funny one-liners. There's a king rat with a huge voice, a cutesy love story, of course, and a good fairy to keep it all in the right direction and on track, and just plenty of great actors dancing and singing from the talented cast who not only perform a panto but they regularly swap between the guitars and the keyboards and there's even a saxophone on stage um i think for me my favorite character had to be the talking cat yes i kid you not Now, I absolutely fell in love with this character and I could have taken the cat home very happily. Brilliant work, all of you, and thank you for putting your absolute all into this year's performance of Dick Whittington. Now, finally for this week, I caught up with Lauren Dove, who's organising a special festive singing workshop this weekend, in fact, in Norfolk. Well, Lauren, lovely to talk to you. Lauren Dove, you are organising a singing workshop, which I'm very excited to talk to you about. Um, But not only is it a singing workshop, it's a Christmas singing workshop. So it's on Saturday the 9th of December and it's at Bramerton Village Hall, which is just outside of Norwich. Just tell me about the workshop because it sounds really good. Is it something that you do uh, regularly and it just happens to be a Christmas one or is this a one-off? So I've done probably... This is my third or fourth Christmas singing workshop, but I haven't, I don't think I've done one since lockdown. So the last one I did was 2019. Um, and I, I used to lead choirs and I do workshops. I haven't got a regular choir at the moment since uh, Emmett arrived, but um, I do quite a few workshops and it's just a lovely way to get together and feel a bit more festive and yeah I just love hearing harmonies so it's very self-indulgent on my part (laughs) yeah but actually music is I mean they say it's good for the soul but it really is and when you hear music and sing music it makes you feel good but when you sing music with other people it kind of goes to a whole new level doesn't it oh yeah you can yeah um workshops are more exciting especially Christmas because um I do have mince pies and things but um but yeah, I think everyone's been rushing around and just needs to kind of relax a bit. And you can see people do that. But um, particularly when I did my weekly choir, you'd see people just really stressed after a day at work. And then you kind of start singing. You can literally see people's body bodies relax. A bit. <laughs> do the shoulders drop? Yeah. And it's, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what's really nice, it's between 11 and 2 p.m. And it's this weekend, as I say, on Saturday. But what's really nice is um, in your information about it, you said no need to read music as all the songs are taught by ear. And I think that's quite important for a lot of people because they'd be a bit, little bit scared. They think, oh, it's a choir. They're going to have music and it's going to be a bit highbrow and I'm not quite sure what to do. And, and I think that you've made it very inclusive for everybody. Yeah. That's really important. It um, doesn't mean I won't work everyone. I definitely work everyone. <laughs> I get excited. And I've, it's amazing how much you can do in three hours, but I usually prepare too much or at least one chunky song and then um, that's a bit harder. But, yeah, it's all by ear because I love gospel and soul music and that kind of background. It's not all of that at the Christmas one, but I tend to go for gospel and soul, which is all taught by ear ear and it it doesn't have to be exactly right on a workshop it is like um 
yeah, like I'm not crossing all the T's. I said that in the right way around, didn't I? Um, yeah, it's more about the sound and the well-being and singing your heart out. And I do throw technique in there, but it, it's, yeah, it's less formal than a choir might be. I say that. My choirs are not formal. <laughs> <laughs> and then how did you get into this? You know, what's your background, Lauren? Why, you know, why, where did that love for music come from? Well, I've probably passed it on to Emmett, but I definitely had music um, just from birth, I think. My mother my, and my dad, to be fair, he's really keen on music, um, but I've never heard him sing a note, actually. He's a big whistler, but my mum was big on music. Um, growing up and um, so we always we're very lucky we went to a school with a really good school choir that makes a huge difference I think um, so you're singing all the time and not thinking too much about it and um, and then I used to play saxophone I cannot play it now it's just really honky but I think the saxophone and getting into jazz that kind of spread out into funk and gospel and and then the university I went to had a gospel choir, and uh, oh, oh, and also Eva Cassidy, um, that's kind of she did some gospel songs, and I think that's where I started getting a bit obsessed, really. Uh, you know, I didn't know Eva Cassidy did gospel songs. I love her music yes. um, and all her yeah. acoustic music. I'll have to look that up. That's a good tip. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, so, are you when you're not leading a choir? Are you singing yourself, Lauren? Is this you know? I mean, I know you're probably singing around the house, but is there sort of yeah? Is there more than Lauren that I'm not sure aware of? So it's all I sing all the time. I don't really know how to do anything else. So <laughs> um, I teach singing um, at high schools and um, just one to one and with adults and I perform with a band called Dove and Bow Weevil and we've been going for a, a very long time that's kind of blues well it's all the similar music really it's blues and um, before lockdown we did do one a reunion gig um, in October but I hosted a funk jam um, but three of us all had babies in lockdown so we <laughs> well, you had to something in lockdown, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, not together, but um, two of the other band members uh, had babies as well, and uh, so we're not uh, we're not doing the funk jam as often. It's a shame, but yeah, it's all yeah. I would say poor Tom because he's not musical, but he's a cyclist, my partner, and so he yeah he hears a lot of music twenty four seven really. <laughs> Oh, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. And you're absolutely right that your your lovely little little one there is going to you know pick up the music literally from the womb and and onwards, and probably will follow in your footsteps. I'd like to think as well. Yeah, I can hear it sometimes when I'm teaching. <laughs> 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 Oh, he, oh, he just sounds adorable, little Emmett there. Um, well, have you still got spaces available? Because I imagine this is going to be really popular. And as I say, it's this Saturday. It's the 9th of December and it's at the Bramerton Village Hall. I have sold out. However, I was on their website looking at the ca uh, capacity. I've probably got wiggle room for one or two. Uh, so okay. I'm not the least bit surprised. Yeah, so it's um, yeah, I've had a couple of people go, "What? I missed out." But um, I was looking at the website. I probably can fit one or two in, but uh, yeah, it's sold out, which is really good. There's going to be a big sound. <laughs> That's absolutely amazing, Lauren. 
please keep in touch with us here at Ruby Shoes Podcast because we would love to hear more from you, whether it's, um, you know, your band going out next year, we can talk about that, or whether you've got another singing workshop coming up, you just keep in touch and let us know, won't you? And oh, good luck you. for this, this Saturday's one as well. Yeah, thank you so much for, um, yeah, getting in touch and it's really lovely to chat to you. Next week for the penultimate final podcast of 2023, I popped in to see rehearsals with the Dennis Lowe Theatre Company on stage at Felixstowe's Power Pavilion Theatre. Also next week, I'll be speaking to the Red Rose Theatre chain about their special Christmas show too. If you're part of a show or you're planning a show for 2024, or perhaps you're just thinking about auditioning, you can always get in touch with us here at Ruby Shoes Podcast. Just tell us a bit about what you've got planned and you could well be on a future episode. We'd love to have a chat with you. Get in touch via our socials, Ruby Shoes Podcast. And as I say, we could well be chatting to you in early 2024. Can you believe we've only got two more Ruby Shoes podcast episodes this year? We've already got a great guest lined up as our first one of 2024. Hope you can join us in the meantime next week. Until then, I'm Steph McIntyre. Thanks for listening to the Ruby Shoes podcast. And do check out our socials in the meantime at Ruby Shoes podcast. Have a great week. (laughs) 